Hello and welcome to another episode of Burridge and Tom Talk Rubbish. I mean tech. <laughs> yes. Burridge and Tom Talk Tech. Hell yeah. What have we got this week? Burridge. Well, it's not me. He was not here. Yes, yes. He is Tom and I'm Burridge. I'm pointing at him even though he's not here. <laughs> one day we'll do a live one. Um, the science of distance and magic. <laughs> so, we have the Steam Summer Sale. Uh, that is on here for some reason. We spoke about that last yeah. week, but I'm assuming there must be more. Did we speak about it last week? We did. Oh. Well, as ever, servers crashed day one. What a surprise. Actually, let's talk about Steam first because. Uh, and this will lead into uh, a certain thing that happened topic. yesterday. Um, <clears throat> so we were streaming Civilization Six yesterday over on Twitch.tv forward slash Burge Dan. Hashtag sponsored because this is half my podcast and therefore I sponsored myself. <laughs> pay it for it. I'm not bothered. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, Discord went into meltdown. But it turns out it wasn't just Discord. It was the entirety of, well, most of Cloudflare. Basically, anything running on Cloudflare went... Yeah. Um, and that so, included um, Discord. Amusingly, it also included Down Detector, so Down Detector couldn't tell you whether Cloudflare was working or not. No, that was, uh, <laughs> that was quite a funny one. In fact, I'll read the tweet. Down Detector is unable to tell if Cloudflare is down because Cloudflare is down. Upside down, yeah. smiley face. Yes, so that was uh, very amusing when we realised what was yes. happening. It wasn't so amusing at the time when we were trying to bloody stream, but... <laughs> Midstream. Uh... <laughs> in fact, it was funny. Cloudflare da- broke so hard, it actually crashed my sieve. Well, breaking it, it, Discord. It was a coincidence, but it was still funny. Interesting, think. But um, yeah, so we switched over to Steam and used the Steam group thing they added ages ago with their new UI stuff. Which, by the way, the UI looks nice, but it is a bit glitchy sometimes. Just um, a bit. However, that was really annoying <laughs> because yeah. it worked. But it was cracky as all hell. But unless you made it the focused window, which means, you know, not playing the game. You know, what Steam is basically I mean, there for. <laughs> I might as well have not done at some points. Although I did eventually... I was declared the winner, even you, though you we were never declared, had a true You were victim. declared the winner. Uh, you were declared the winner I, by that. I stayed out of every war we had, except the one that happened to me while I was disconnected due to Cloudflare breaking. <laughs> um, and I was declared the science victor. Yes. So yes, you're like the unofficial official victor. But anyway, it was really crackly because unless you had it as the focused window, therefore your mouse is on it and you're clicked onto it, which means not playing the game. Yeah, it's it would be um, crackly and weird, and you just it's not great. It's not great. But it's still better than another topic: Epic Games. So, everyone's favourite person in the gaming industry, Tim Sweeney. Yes, um, I won't repeat the word you've put in here. Um, yes. Because we're good in PG like that. Sometimes. He is the kind of lunatic that believes that in order for Epic to become any semblance of good, which he's going the, the chaotic evil way about it, I think. <laughs> yes. Um, he believes that the only way for Epic to take on Steam would be to just buy exclusivity. Now, funny thing he said a while ago, actually, 
he said that oh epic needs exclusives because steam has exclusives like portal and half-life games they made themselves Tim. yeah 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 um tim hate to burst your bubble but those are actually valve ips you know like I mean, fortnite is your ip yeah <laughs> You just didn't charge that, for Fortnite. That's, that's, that, that's like, well, they did charge for Fortnite. They charged for the really crappy single player mode and co op mode that no one plays. Yeah. Um, they charge for the bad bit and give the actual bit that got them an audience. Give that away for free. But here's the thing, right? Well, I mean, they can afford to do that, really, can't they? But here's the thing that would be like Steam turning around now and going, well, we didn't get Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> Which, um,. Our Lord and Saviour, Gabe Newell of Valve, has said that he does not want exclusivity for Steam games because he's a good boy. No, like, I mean, obviously, Left 4 Dead and that are generally oh, just they're, they're there, Valve but that's IPs. because they're Valve IPs, they're their games. They made them. Of course, they're going to sell them on their own bloody store. Yeah. Oh, well, why didn't we get them? Because you don't need them. Because they didn't exist when the games they, came they out. They didn't exist. Um,. And they still existed on things like Xbox. So, yeah. you know, uh, Left 4 Dead 2 was on Xbox 360, if I remember. Portal 2 was on 360 as well. Portal 2, yeah. Um, Portal 2, best game in history. So, you know, they existed on other platforms, whereas Epic is currently doing the whole thing of, like, we want PC exclusivity. But the thing is, they're doing it because they're like, they want to force the other big gaming markets on PC to give a better revenue split. At least that's how they're putting it. And if that is what they're doing, I agree with the I, the, I agree with the end result, which is better uh market a better share of money and a bigger share of money to developers, right? You inspire their creativity yeah. by them getting money so that they getting can more do money. more. So I agree with the end result. What I don't agree with is the path they're taking to get there. It's like, yes, I agree that there should be no terrible people in the world. I don't agree with the fact that we have to kill them all to get there. Yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's... <laughs> yeah, like, I agree yeah. with the end result. I just don't agree with the way they're doing it. With the method. Um... But they are doing one... Questionably okay thing, I guess. Oh, with the Shenmue thing. Shenmue, yep. They are personal. Epic Games are funding the Kickstarter refunds for everyone who has wanted a Steam key for Shenmue Three, and is now or allowing them to switch it to a PS4 key, or allowing them to just basically keep it as is and wait the year for the Steam key. Because it's only it's going to be exclusive for about a year, I think it said. Yeah. Or those who want the Steam keys one year after release, yeah. So you know they're they're giving people options, but so in a tweet, uh, Tim Sweeney said, "Epic is funding the cost of all Kickstarter refunds, all Kickstarter refunds. I should stress that resulting from Shenmue Free's move to Epic Game Store, so that refunds won't reduce Wiresnet's development funding. That's a good move, considering it was your fault." <laughs> Yeah, it's a good move considering that it was a bad business decision that led to this situation. Yes, in the first place. and then he has also said, when future games go Epic exclusive after offering crowdfunding rewards on other PC stores, we'll either coordinate with colleagues at the other stores to ensure key availability in advance or Which guarantee have, refunds have, at announcement time. 
Steam have already said that they're not doing that. Um, Steam offers a certain amount of keys to um, games in development Mm -hmm. so that people will see that, oh yeah, so-and-so is playing this, I'll buy the game. What is the point of Steam providing keys to people when they can't make any money off of it at all? Yes. It's just business. Yes. Lord business. So good good on them for realizing they cocked up as much as they're not admitting it. And they say that um they say it's to protect the developers. I reckon it's more to get them to stop looking like such the evil people. Yeah. Like I agree with the the, the percentage split. 88, 88 to twelve is a really good revenue split. It's I mean insane. if Steam switched to that. Steam would still be making bank. Mm. Steam don't make games, they make money. Steam have the infrastructure to get away with it these days. They've made their money, really. Now they're just making more money. Which is exactly what Epic's doing, really. They made the money with Fortnite and still are. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> you know. Everyone I, wants those emotes. If Steam did that, then Epic's whole idea goes down the drain because either they're going to carry on trying to get exclusives. I'm going to email this podcast to Gabe. Yes. <laughs> Sponsor us, Steam. <laughs> um, and also, fix well. your bloody client. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens with that, I think. but uh, I expect we'll talk about it plenty more in the next several years. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tim Sweeney's not going to stop anytime soon, so... Unless someone changes that. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> no threats. And then we go, let's do another little small topic here. Free GTA Online money with Twitch Prime. There you go, that's our topic done. Um, there yep, there's all that. There you go, there's that. Uh, Anyone who plays Rock GTA Online and has Twitch Prime, you can get free money. I just put it in there because it was in the Rockstar newsroom. Nice. Um, Splayport 2. Yes, now up to... So, for those who don't know, Displayport is... Basically, the upper tier of consumer-grade display cable. You go VGA, which is um, very grossly an- antiquated, to uh, DVI, which is digi- slightly digitally. Depends which HDMI. one you get. Depends which one you get. Yeah, there's some, uh, DVI uh, right D on is the digital one, I believe. Yeah. But um, then you go up to HDMI. Which is what I'm which still on. <laughs> industry, which was industry standards, but now we are all heading towards DisplayPort. And DisplayPort 1.0 will give you, I think, up to 4K. Yeah, up to 4K. So if you are running like a higher end monitor than that, you'll need dual DisplayPort. Yeah, so they're now, doing there's... dual HDMI now, right? For 4K. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's how the um, Raspberry Pi 4 does it. We'll get to that we'll next. Um, but DisplayPort 2.0 is a new standard that will allow the cable to handle bandwidths up to, well, sufficient for 8 and 16K display, which means we could be seeing, like, actual 8K displays becoming slightly more standard, because 8K displays are kind of like chicks out of cream eggs at this point, and quite rare. Yes. Uh, along and 16k, I think 
I know there's there's bound to be a monitor out there somewhere that does 16k, but I have yet to see one. They probably and Linus is one of bolting like several monitors together does not count. Well, no, because that's several monitors. Um, yeah. They're either probably developing it or they're thinking about it. Well, there's definitely someone out, at least one company in China working on it. I do have to admit, Shenzhen is an amazing place. They do all sorts of. It's amazing now because. The Chinese knockoffs have become the industry standard. Yeah, they really have. It's... They're no longer knockoffs. They are the they ones are making standard. all the tech. They're the one making all it the is... tech now, yeah. It's really cool. Which is why but, yeah. it's such a bloody problem when... Uh... Uh, what is it? Is it, uh, what... is it America at the moment that trying to do like trade war with China? Uh, America or... are entering a trade war with China, which actually... Um... I haven't put in here, but it is a topic we could talk about where several major tech companies are looking at moving their production out of China due to the tariffs imposed by the current American government. But yeah. We won't talk about it. It's a little bit... I'll get too political. Yeah, yeah, that won't end well for us. But Uh, as we were saying with dual HDMI... Raspberry Pi 4, 4G. Yes, good luck getting on anywhere in the UK at the moment. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think we discussed that last week as well. Um, they uh, they had them all out in the lorries and then they were gone. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. stolen, sold. <laughs> I should add, they were literally yeah. on the lorries and then got to the shops and then were gone. Well, I say shops like warehouses, Pimeroni and Pimeroni. Pimeroni. Yeah, the two stores that had one. I'll happily endorse them free of charge because they've both done excellent service in sending me tiny computers. Yeah. <laughs> they're good. They're really good for education. They're becoming a standard in education now, aren't they, pretty much? so. Well, it's, it comes to a point. They were, Raspberry Pis were designed for education. Mm-hmm. Um, it's come to the point where a Raspberry Pi 4 is actually better than most of the Dell Optiplexes that you'll find in any UK school. Yeah. I mean, my... Particularly my the underfunded current, ones. My high school was running on Dell Optiplexes designed for Windows XP when I left. My primary school that I went to, admittedly, is currently running on everything Apple. So my college that I left a few years ago when I went back into education, and they got a brand new set of computers in my second year. So the first year, they were the really old Optiplexes with Windows 7 on, and it was awful. Um, hey, there's nothing wrong with Windows 7. Don't dis- I wasn't dissing 7, I was dissing the systems. Um, and then, I can't remember if they were upgraded to Windows 10 when they made the, they got the new computers, or whether they kept them on 7, I can't remember. I think they were still on 7 when we got the new computers through. But, the new computers had Quadros in. <laughs> what? Not crazy Quadros, though. Oh no, but yeah, like I was looking at a quadro for twenty quid, but like an older quadro. Uh, yeah, but they had dual monitors because they had less computers, but that meant we all had dual monitors. The problem is the monitors were like fourteen, four, four by three, horrible things. But oh god, it's better at uni. Oh. The only problem at uni is we only get single monitors, unless we're in the web oh. development lab that has dual monitors on nice movie stands, and that I love. On nice movie stuff. Yes, I love you the movie. First, you heard it here first on this stand. tech podcast movie. Um, movie stands. Yeah, moving stands. Multi-directional so stands. Yes, they are so nice. And they upgraded the monitors there. The PCs all got upgraded. They upgraded everything to Windows 10. And but, uh, uh, they did that, like, 
and it, they're so fast. They're like DDR4, 32 gig of RAM, SSDs, like state of the art sort of stuff. Um, and I think they're running on like, I think the CPUs are seventh gen i5s, so not crazy behind. Better than mine. <laughs> Um, yeah. but yeah, so you know, there's a different fund, uh, different funded, but like the lower the... funded schools would do really well with Raspberry Pis because they're dirt cheap to get. Yeah, you and could... they'd be able to buy them in bulk because that is what the Raspberry Pi is designed for, is for education use. Yeah, buy them in bulk, and then especially if you're more of a private school, you could then claim that back on tax as well. Probably. Hashtag tax tips. Um, tax tips. Verge tax tips. Yes. Uh, um, don't actually take anything I say as law. Don't listen to him. Because <laughs> I am not He's a lawyer. I am not a tax person. I, I know nothing. I am just an idiot. I am just an idiot. But yes, uh, let's go to the next topic, which I just found amusing because I'm a child. Oh, what the... Oh, uh, the, the UK government. Uh, it's porn ban that was supposed to be in effect by the 15th of last month. Yeah, it's been pushed back another six months. Yes. It's not so much a ban as you will need to be able to prove who you, your age before watching uh, material of pornographic nature. Yes. This was brought in by the current government. Again, not getting too political here. And um, they haven't found a way to implement it at all so just like everything else that's going on in this country it's been pushed back by six months <laughs> so yeah um british people congrats you can be creepy weirdos still yeah you can watch your weird weird stuff for another six months before the government knows about it but it's okay because if you're old enough you can just carry on as normal but that's okay, because, and because of that, that means, because of our next topic, you can watch it in even higher definition. And that yeah. is the new RTX Super Series of graphics cards. <laughs> RTX on prom, let's go. RTX on porn, let's go. I mean, someone's got to render that weird, uh, <laughs> weird 3D rendered stuff that you you bought that expensive headset for. <laughs> right. So, Super RTX. Are they? Do, are they're actually not as expensive as I thought they would be. Looking at these founders' prices. Um. So, how long ago did the RTX series launch? Like six, eight months. Something not that like long. That. Not super long ago. They've already upgraded them. <laughs> 2060 supers, 22% faster, average 20, average 15% than the normal 2060. 60. Two gigs That's more cool. than the RTX 2060. It's faster than a 1080. So when I was saying about I might get a 1080 so you, you might get a 2060 instead. 2060, yeah. And then I can say that I've got an RTX series graphics card. Because that's starting at 399, so that would be probably cheaper than a 1082 in some Quite cases. Possibly. Uh, see, for me, I might just go for the 2080 Super. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Memory speed cranked up to 15.5 gigabits per second yep. on the 2080. It's faster than a Titan XP for 699. <laughs> Titan XP is designed for a different workload, though, isn't it? A Titan's designed for, like, mad stuff. Yes. 
and the RTX series but is you, designed but, for slightly but less. Either way, stuff. you think that if this is still faster than Titan XP and it's made for gaming, yeah, it's, um, I can see uh, there's going to be at least one person out there in the market for Titan that's just going to get a 2080 instead. Probably cheaper. Faster. I mean, it's a similar architecture. Yeah, cheaper, faster, faster memory. It's got 89 tensor T flops. 24% for the 2070s super is. See, I could just get 2070 actually as well. Yeah. $200 cheaper, and it's faster than a 1080 Ti. Because <laughs> I, and... I do need to do some upgrades at some point. But either way, I'd be happy with a 2060, to be honest. I could go from my 1060 to a 2060 and have 2060s and 2070s are coming out in six days' time. And, well, uh, the five days' time by the time this is published. Yep, and the 2080 Super is coming out... uh, The 23rd of July. uh, Which would have been three weeks yesterday. As of recording, so... Yep. There you go. So, three weeks on Tuesday That's not a bad price range. No, it's really not. Uh, of course, that is for Founders Edition cards. They'll be the ones with the questionable heat sinks and cooling, yes. <laughs> as always. Although they've gotten like better. The, I do like the look of the Founders Edition cards. I like the 10 series ones. They, they look, look a lot nicer than the older models, dude. Yeah. Um, Bitcoin! <laughs> Just because <laughs> I find that one interesting as well. Bitcoin is Switzerland, or no, no, Bitcoin is using as much energy as the entire country of Switzerland does per year. Now, when you say Bitcoin, do you mean people who are Bitcoin mining? Uh, No, the entirety of Bitcoin infrastructure. So everyone who's working on the blockchain, every service that's providing key storage, everything to do with Bitcoin. So that's not just people mining. That's just everything. That's, well, um, to be fair... So the way I can gather it works, I'm no crypto expert or anything. I just have some Dogecoin because it's a meme. Uh, and Banano, because that's also a meme. I, I, ra- I, I, um, I rolled my eyes at that, by the way. <laughs> no one can see, but I rolled my eyes. Yeah, Nothing wrong with Dogecoin, thank you. To the moon. Um, the way it works is transactions require computation, and that computation is provided by people who are mining. Now, the mining isn't so much like actually physically digging and you get find bitcoins. It's you run these calculations and you get paid in Bitcoin. Like a tiny bit. Yes. Um, So the amount of energy of people processing these calculations as Bitcoin is traded around the world, because it is basically traded as a commodity at this point. It's basically a peer-to-peer. Yeah, it's a thing. Basically, it's like torrenting peer-to-peer downloads, except you're peer-to-peer calculating. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's using as much energy as the entire country of Switzerland. And I'm guessing Switzerland uses quite a bit of energy. Uh, I've only ever been to Geneva, and, well, A, they power the Large Hadron Collider, which is a big, scary thing. Oh, yes, that thing that was touted as if something went wrong would create a black hole in the middle of Switzerland. (laughs) Which it wouldn't. But yeah, people be mad. <laughs> I remember, uh, I remember also, that new story. That was insane. Basically, all of their infrastructure runs on electricity. So they have electric trams, electric buses, electric trolley buses. It's really nice. I would recommend visiting Switzerland. This is not sponsored by the Swiss Tourism Board. <laughs> Although, if they'd like to fund me a holiday to Geneva again, that would be very we'll happily nice. record a podcast in Geneva while I'm I'd, I'd record anything in Geneva if you sent me there. <laughs> 
go for it. But yeah, Bitcoin, stop using so much energy, please. Or use solar or something nice. <laughs> Pretty uh, much. And then final, no, two more topics. Vodafone more. first, I think. Not a massive fan of Vodafone. I've had nothing but trouble with them. But they have started uh, rolling out 5G, 5G in seven UK cities. I said countries earlier while reading it, by the way. <laughs> for those seven that, UK yeah. countries. Yes, I said seven UK countries. Boris I forgot we weren't an empire anymore. Is bad. <laughs> um, but yes, so 5G, even faster than 4G. See, I was always, I was told like years ago, 5G wasn't going to be just faster internet. Because mm -hmm. that's kind of what 3G to 4G was. 5G was supposed to be for IoT. Where everything's connected. <laughs> but it's not like it's just faster internet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is basically um, all it is. Yeah, it's, it's just faster internet. I mean, obviously it's using slightly different codecs or whatever to push faster internet yeah. through the space... <laughs> Space-time continuum. Uh... That means it's using a higher... Uh, it'll be using a shorter wavelength. Yes. And there's probably going to be data. there'll probably be less um, ways for you to have your signal blocked as well because like the more they upgrade these frequencies, the better the signaling is, and the less chance of you having like a, a like a actually not not necessarily not necessarily no um these teach me your ways right so education time based on my very rudimentary knowledge of electromagnetic waves but think about it right so when you're in the middle of nowhere your phone can only get like gprs which is what's used by like card read wireless card readers to connect to the bank mm -hmm. and what have you um 4g actually doesn't travel very far so the further away from if you have a cell tower in the middle of the atlantic ocean for a certain range, we'll get 4G. Then further out, will be 3G, uh, 2G, which is actually just texts and calls. Mm -hmm. uh, GPRS will be somewhere, and then there's like H and E and G. And all the letters that come up next to your bloody thing on your phone, they all mean different things. But um, I don't actually know how much more power it would. it's going to take 5G to have high signal penetration. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it will get to a certain point where the G num the, the number in front of the G will just be so high that it's only available in cities because of the amount of infrastructure required to do it otherwise. <laughs> Which wouldn't surprise <laughs> me, really. Yeah. They've done pretty well but, uh, with the 4G rollout in general. Though. That's why you might be able to get like 3G in the middle of a field, but not 4G. Yeah. But, um, Although I can't find, I haven't found many places where um, I can't get 4G, except my girlfriend's grants. <laughs> Middle of Dartmoor There's might just do it. No internet there, it's crazy. There's a big transmitter in the middle of Dartmoor, so you could probably get 4G on Dartmoor as well. Probably could. On the moon, definitely cannot get 4G up there. <laughs> no, we'll just wait for um, Elon Musk's satellite internet, and then yeah, we'll just we'll connect to one of those. Um, Tesla constellation spacex thing, or, or, no that's space yeah spacex, SpaceX. On it, I, yeah. I don't know it's all elon musk in it yeah <laughs> elon musk's crazy flamethrower of satellite internetness uh no the flamethrower was a, another company <laughs> it was still <laughs> elon musk 
True. And finally, on to the last topic. Yes, this one's so, interesting. Everyone out there that uses Amazon Alexa, F to your privacy, I guess. <laughs> uh, so sorry, Kieran. <laughs> sorry, Bazam. Um, earlier this year, a Democratic senator, set- 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 yes, in the United States of America, sent a letter to Amazon, ask demanding to know how long. Amazon user data was held for. Um, it was due to CNET receiving information that Amazon stores the transcripts for your conversations, even if you delete the recordings off your Alexa. So the senator went and asked, "What? How long is this data stored for? And like, is there an automatic deletion date?" Amazon replied, "Nah, geezer, there ain't." So your data is stored for as long as Amazon wants, unless you request they delete it. See, the thing is, I'm assuming the only reason they even have the request to delete is because of GDPR, otherwise they wouldn't be able to trade in the EU. I don't... Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether that would apply to Americans, though. It doesn't apply to Americans, but to EU people, it would. <laughs> um... Basically, it would mean they wouldn't be able to trade over here. Their services would not be allowed yeah, to. that's why they have to offer it. I actually, uh, the other day, I was going through like news articles, and I found a site that still doesn't comply with GDPR and blocks the EU. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had um, well, some of the American news websites are like that. Yeah, they just they can't bother to comply with it. Lazy sods. They just don't want to comply with the fact that if I want my data deleted and I request it, they can't be bothered to click a delete button, apparently. There you go. No, but they yes. just want your data to store. But yes, Amazon, don't delete your data unless you actually yep. ask for it. Which so seems a bit be backwards, because you think if you delete stuff off your Alexa, you would just expect it to be gone, right? And that's what the general consumer would expect. I mean, we know better, but... Yeah, we know better, but we, I'm not... I'm in no way general. No. Well, no. But, you know, the general consumer who just uses these things on a day-to-day basis don't realize that actually just by deleting it, it's not gone. Yes. You need to go through more than just that. You need to go through more than Alexa, delete this plus to actually have your data removed. So there we go, everyone. Smart home devices aren't the best in terms of privacy. So, okay, Google, remind me not to trust Alexa. And nothing. <laughs> no, she's shouting. It's just not picked up by the microphone. Well, well rest in peace. <laughs> she said, when do you want to be reminded? Every Shut day. <laughs> she's going to remind me at 1am. I've nice. be woken up at 1 o'clock to be reminded. Not to not trust Alexa. I'll probably still be up playing Overwatch or something, but whatever. Oh, uh, well, yeah, true. So that is that all is of your this privacy-breaking news for the week. Yep, that is this week's podcast. Next week. Same bat so time, same more. bat place. Yep. Same back channel. God, that's an old reference. Yeah, there you go. Right, Adam West. Tally ho, listeners. I have been Tom, and I have been Burridge. Thank you for listening to Burridge and Tom talk tech and games sometimes, and a load of other rubbish. And a load of other rubbish. <laughs> tangents about the uh, British education system's lack of funding for computers. Yes, and there is where I will cut before he carries on. <laughs> Tally ho. Hurrah.